0: are you sick of everything does one thing after another just continue to get you frustrated
1: and fed up uh, we do we live in this crazy world that has so many distractions and you know our our phones are beeping at us and you know we're pulled in lots of directions and uh, there's just a lot of stuff going on and It's easy to lose sight of maybe the things that are most important to us.
0: It happens to
1: all of us. We're not perfect. We're human. But that doesn't mean there's something that can't help. An expedition, it sort of whittles that down to its most basic human elements. And, uh, you know, we spend a lot of time just sitting around and talking.
0: You are the mountain meisters.
1: Committing to the goal and galvanizing you and your team behind that one single focus. Being at peace with that fear and being okay with it. You gain a real appreciation for your life and for what you have.
0: Learn about their extreme lives on rock, snow, and ice with your host, Ben Shank. Hello everyone and welcome. To another episode of Mountain Meister. Today, with me, we welcome Jamie O'Donnell. Jamie, welcome and congratulations on being named a Mountain Meister.
1: Thanks very much, Ben.
0: You are in some great company, and this is obviously well deserved. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here with us today. For the listeners who don't know Jamie, he has worked as an educator in numerous capacities since the early 90s as an outdoor educator, a high school biology teacher, and a university biology lab instructor. But now he currently instructs field courses for Knowles, the National Outdoor Leadership School, with which many of you are probably familiar. If there's one guy to ask a question about anything outdoors, it's probably Jamie, and we're about ready for you to drop some knowledge bombs on us. But first, it's cold outside. What were you telling us before the show, Jamie?
1: Yeah, we woke up uh, this morning here to about negative 21 degree temperatures in Lander, Wyoming.
0: Wow. Where is it? Wisconsin?
1: Uh, Lander, Wyoming.
0: Wyoming. Okay. So it's pretty far up there. Wow. You made the 19 degrees in Boston sound balmy. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so you're a Knowles instructor. My sister took a Knolls course while she was in college. I believe it was the Himalaya backpacking one in India.
1: Oh, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm.
0: She absolutely loved it. Loved it. Um, I think she really absorbed like the, the culture of the trip, along with like a lot of the backpacking skills and such. How long ago was it that she did it? I believe it was six years ago nice mm-hmm. she brought me back this pair of pants i remember this she brought me back this like these indian pajama pants yeah. which were great except they were th- like at least three sizes too big i don't know that's... like i have no idea what she was thinking that's funny do you, you ever have that where somebody buys you like an article of clothing and the size is just so far off and you're like what, what were you doing
1: <laughs> yeah do you know me
0: <laughs> yeah yeah exactly i'm your brother <laughs> Anyway, for the listeners, Knowles was founded back in 1965 by Paul Petzold, and if my math is correct, that means it's the 50th anniversary coming up this year. Is anything big planned, Jamie, for this 50th anniversary?
1: Well, yeah, as, as far as I understand, um, you know, it's a big deal for the folks who work here, and uh, and we're pretty excited to to look back at the last 50 years and consider where we came from and where we're headed. Um, there's a video uh, that we're putting together that will sort of help us do that, look back and, and consider where we came from and our roots and think about where we're headed as we move forward. Uh, we have a big annual meeting that we do every year with our board of directors. And so there'll be a celebration planned at that time next fall when we'll all get together and, and uh, reflect and celebrate.
0: Well, thank you for joining us. We talk a lot about searching for answers in the extremes on this show. We'll talk to a professional rock climber about risk management and get you know his or her take on that, or talk to a high-altitude mountaineer about leadership, uh, because these people are obviously doing something right if they're still alive. Now, you are someone else who probably knows a thing or two about these things, because you teach teach it you teach risk management or leadership but before we talk about that stuff I just want our listeners to get to know you so let's let's start from the beginning who is Jamie O'Donnell
1: well let's see I uh, I suppose that the reason um, I'm still working for Knowles and that uh, I eventually started working for Knowles is is sort of founded in a love for the outdoors um, I spent a lot of time in the outdoors growing up and Eventually did a Knowles course myself. In 1994, I did a course here in the Wind River Range. Um, And at that time, I I had recently started working for a summer camp back in North Carolina. Um, And that was my first introduction to teaching. Um, And I I just realized through time that I really enjoyed working with people. And I loved working in the outdoors and have just found that setting an amazing place. to learn and to teach other folks and to craft experiences that are meaningful. And um, so I've worked for a number of different organizations, leading trips and sort of came back to Knowles uh, in the spring of 2000 and have been, uh, and then I went back to school for a while, but I've been with Knowles since 2006 and it just represents sort of a combination of um, amazing wilderness experience and, and, and wonderful people, and, uh, and just a pretty powerful setting for teaching and learning.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, let's dig into these topics. Um, we'll start with leadership. Uh, but I'm going to be completely honest with you. When I hear or see the term leadership, the first thing that comes to my mind is a class that I took called Organizational Behavior in College. Yeah. And it was probably the most boring class I have ever taken, uh, both <laughs> in college and probably all of my academic career. Um, it, it was three hours every Tuesday night, and I would normally doze off for two or, you know, like one or two of those hours. Um, but it wasn't because leadership is boring. It, it's because learning leadership out of a textbook, I think, is boring. But what's not boring is being in the middle of the wilderness and actually utilizing leadership as a way to succeed. So I guess – let's and that's what Knowles does. Let's talk about that. Like, what Talk about what leadership is at Knowles and what you teach and why it's important.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's interesting that you said that about that class. And, I, you know, I imagine that's true for a lot of things that we learn. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, I think one of the things that makes the model that we use at Knowles it powerful is, is that, you know, it's largely focused on an experience. And that most of the learning that is potent that people um, gain is is from doing things and from having an experience that they can reflect on. And so um, we do teach formal classes on leadership. Um, and that helps bring uh, some vocabulary to the topic, and it helps provide a framework that we can use to talk about leadership. But I think the real learning comes from experiences that uh, that we have on these expeditions. And it's those experiences that that we draw the most meaning from, and then hopefully learning that students can apply as they move forward, both on the course, but then in their life in general as well. Um, and so that that's probably the real power behind it.
0: Yeah, exactly. And experiential learning is like becoming a thing now, but Knowles is like 50 years ahead of that.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's an important part of, of learning, you know, the classic model in teaching is to, you teach something to somebody, you demo it so that they can see it. And then you allow them some sort of setting to actually practice it. And, uh, and that's Largely the model that we use here at Knowles. Um, I think what makes it a good model for us is that we get a tremendous amount of practice. Um, depending on the course that you're on, you know it might be a 30day uh, expedition. And so 30 days is a lot of time to actually play around with these concepts and it, there are opportunities to make mistakes. And it's in a setting that's a safe environment to learn. everybody's sort of in the same boat, and so you know we can use that experience to sort of challenge people to really think about what their role in a group is, what their role in being a part of a team is mm-hmm. um, and uh, to really focus on what it means to be in a leadership role
0: so so let's go specific like why is this experiential learning working well? Take us to a nullll trip
1: well, um, one of the things that's interesting about a, a, an expedition is that once you begin the expedition, you're sort of on it and you're on it with those people and the trip doesn't end until the trip ends. And uh, and so that means that people have to work together as a team sort of indefinitely during that, during that experience. And, you know, a lot, of, a lot of aspects of our normally daily lives, you know, at the end of the day, we leave our jobs and we go home or in the morning we leave our home and, you know, we go to work. And so, we have ways of sort of separating ourselves, and and, uh, and that's both good and bad. One of the disadvantages is probably that we can uh, we can walk away from some of the challenges that might exist in any given aspect of our life and, and maybe just push it aside. But on an expedition, um, those things don't go away. If you're frustrated with somebody on your team or, or there's some sort of challenging dynamic, um, you know, we travel together, we cook meals together. Um, we rely on each other to be successful and to be safe. And so it provides an opportunity for people to, to sort of need to uh, understand and learn how they operate in a group, you know, what, how they behave under stressful circumstances in a team. And then we provide a lot of teaching and structure that gives students tools and how to how to improve that dynamic or how to deal with challenges that arise. And so maybe a specific example something we teach, one of our seven leadership skills is communication. And one aspect of communicating effectively with other people is being able to give feedback, positive feedback, constructive feedback on sort of how the dynamic is working and, you know, students operate in smaller groups when they cook meals and they usually share a tent. And so they do that for a week or so. And then they actually provide feedback. Okay. What worked during the last seven days? What didn't work? And how can we move forward with those things in mind? And um, And that's a pretty powerful prof- process for students. I It seems to me that we aren't always great in our day-to-day lives at, at sort of dealing with some of those issues and we tend to internalize things a lot. And so it can be a pretty big epiphany for a student to actually sit down with another human and say, hey, this is something that I think you can do differently that will help you and help us accomplish our goals. And so um, it's pretty neat to see students evolve over a course and to see them actually Begin to realize that they that they actually ha- that that they make a difference in people's lives around them, and when you when you start to recognize that a student is sort of being deliberate about how they act within a group, as a means of trying to make that group function better, it's pretty it's a pretty powerful thing to see.
0: If we go back to the textbook example, if you wanted to stop learning about leadership, you close the textbook, right? You don't have that choice on the expedition. I like how you put that.
1: Yeah, and, you know, I mean, in some ways it's just a logistical thing, but uh, but it's important. And so we, we use that, you know, as, as part of our model to help folks deal with the challenges that arise. And, you know, every course is a little bit different. And so, you know, we teach the same curriculum throughout all of our Knowles courses, but we try to frame – the the learning most specifically from the experiences that are arising on a course. Mm-hmm. And you know every course is different because every group of humans is different. And and so that requires, you know, sort of whatever arises in that dynamic is is what, you know, we try to tease meaning from.
0: Yeah. Well put. Let's move on to risk management, another topic that you teach. You know, again, way more interesting to live risk management in a, in a controlled environment, or maybe not controlled, but at least a responsible environment. Uh, although I will say it's a little bit hypocritical since we're talking about risk management, which is maybe a little bit better than reading about it, uh, yeah. but it's definitely not close to living it. So let's talk about how do you live this risk management or how do you experience risk management in a Knowles course?
1: Well, there's risk everywhere in the world. Um, Knowles uh, is really no different in that realm than any other aspect of our lives. We manage risk. All of us do every every day of our lives. We make decisions. And I think that the reason risk management is important in the Knowles learning model and in experiential education is because there are genuine risks in wilderness environments that we have to be mindful of and that we have to manage. Um, And it happens on a couple of different levels. On one level, there's just trying to make decisions so that we can move forward uh, and complete the expedition safely. Um, But there's a whole group dynamic piece involved in that as well in that, you know, different people have different physical capabilities and when we're, Trying to make a decision as to you know what's the best way for this group to manage a particular risk, like crossing a river, um, it forces groups to think beyond themselves and to recognize that when they're making decisions, that they're not the only ones that matter. That it that it's the group's goal to get across the river, and so that's a pretty important part of that process. And so I guess when I think about risk management, um, it, it represents. Genuine decisions that we have to make in the field, and making decisions is there's a lot of overlap between risk management and and our leadership learning because part of being a leader, whether you're in the actual designated role or whether you're you know just a peer leader or in a follow following role, is that groups have to make decisions, and those decisions have to reflect what's best for the group and what's helping the group achieve whatever the goal that the group has is mm-hmm. and so that process of making a decision, of, of communicating, of sort of putting the ideas on the table um, and then actually carrying it out, there's a huge amount of learning there. Um, and so that's something that really helps us in our model um, to challenge students and inspire them to think about how they'll make decisions in their lives when they move forward. And so there's, you know, there's a corollary between, OK, how are we going to cross this river and then? you know, later in life, well, how am I going to manage this team or how am I going to help a particular group accomplish any goal? Um, Because there's always risk. There's physical risk. You know, we take emotional risks in life. It provides such a great forum for for learning.
0: So what I love about this stuff Jamie is that it all it eliminates all of these distractions or at least a lot of them like when you are put into these situations it's one of the purest forms of risk management or of leadership because that's your only responsibility
1: well and I think that's a really powerful piece of learning that a lot of our students gain from from a wilderness experience and one of the great things about the current job I have um as a supervisor, is that I get to talk to all the student groups when they come back from the field and find out how their courses went. And, you know, I often ask them, like, you just spent 30 days in the wilderness. Like, what'd you get out of this? Like, what are you taking away that feels like it will influence your life? And one of the consistent themes that not every student, but many of them talk about is this notion of sort of appreciating the simple things in life. Mm -hmm. And uh, we do, we live in this crazy world that has so many distractions and you know our, our our phones are beeping at us and you know we're pulled in lots of directions and uh, there's just a lot of stuff going on and it's easy to lose sight of maybe the things that are most important to us and and you know a, an expedition it sort of whittles that down to its most basic like human elements and uh, you know we spend a lot of time just sitting around and talking uh, you know, you're you're like cooking dinner. And so everyone's sort of sitting around the stove having a conversation and drinking a hot drink. And, and it, it kind of teaches people that they can that they can feel happy and that they can feel fulfilled without all those distractions. And for a lot of people, that's the first time in their life that they've had any sort of extended um, example of what that can be like. And And so it's a pretty powerful part of being in the wilderness for that long. And uh, it's pretty neat to hear people sort of recognize that that their lives can look different and that um, they can they walk away from those experiences. Sort of you can see the look in their eye that they're hopeful that they can remember what it felt like to just sit around with four or five other people. And just enjoy that without all those distractions. So that's a pretty powerful part.
0: Very powerful. This kind of reminds me of a 60 Minutes that just came I don't know if you watch 60 Minutes. It's my favorite television show. Um, there was a segment on mindfulness. And there's there's been a lot of migration towards mindfulness these days, especially with all of these distractions. And sure. Anderson Cooper, the, uh, the interviewer went on this weekend uh, getaway to some sort of remote location where they practice mindfulness. And what they do is throw away all distractions, right? get rid of them, and then they just do these very simple things like they'll eat. And they have to eat in silence, not have any distractions, just focus on eating. Or they'll practice walking. and yeah. it, And it completely changes their experience of doing those things when you just focus on one single thing. Uh, for the listeners, imagine like, let's see, let's see, let's say you're listening to this podcast while driving. Imagine if your only responsibility in the world was to drive right now. Maybe the stakes are raised, like there's no guardrail or berm off the side of the road, so your only choice is just to drive, right? Or else you're going off a cliff, you're done so. Imagine how that experience of driving would change for you. I think that's also another benefit of these Knowles courses is that you are, this is the only thing you're focused on. It's mindful.
1: Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, it provides space to reflect. Um, I mean, just being in the wilderness is a powerful, uh, experience and it's hard not to be in a, in a beautiful place in a wild place and, and not sort of consider your place in the world. Um, and so I think reflection is a really important part of, of these, these experiences. Um, reflection is also a really important part of how we help people learn from the experience and so we do a lot of structured reflection we we often refer to it as we'll do a debrief so if we have like a a challenging day uh or we're in a particularly like beautiful place you know we try to structure and initiate conversations that help people reflect on on the experience like what are you learning from this? Like what, what's working and helping us be successful and what's not? And, and so we're, we're trying to accomplish a couple things. I think one thing is we're actually trying to increase people's learning by reflecting. And then we're, I guess I would say, and I don't know if everyone does this, but I, I would say that I'm also trying to teach people that taking some time to just think about what's happening in your own world, and your own life is important. Um, that you're doomed to repeat mistakes if you don't pause after experiences and then ask yourself, okay, what just happened there? And is there anything that I can take forward with me? Is there anything that I can do differently? And and I don't know if that feels like it overlaps a little bit with what you were talking about with mindfulness.
0: Mm -hmm. No, I think that there's just so much uh, drive and everybody's trying to get to one place or there's, you know, everybody's running. They're running, running, running. And like, sometimes you need to reflect. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's go from this really lofty topic to something more tangible. Your okay. gear recommendation, Jamie. We like to get one from every single person on the show if I remember to ask them. Let's hear a gear recommendation from you for our listeners.
1: Well, uh we teach first aid in the field and part of that is because it's an important skill to be able to travel safely in the backcountry. Um mm-hmm. And it's an empowering skill that allows people to to act um, in a time of need when when they're hurt or when someone else is hurt. And so my recommendation would be a first aid kit. But more specifically, I think what I would say and a mistake that I see a lot of people make is you can get sucked into uh, your purchasing. You go into a store and they have all these first aid kits and you start to look at them and you know, you read the back and it's like, oh, this one has this and this one has that. And, and so my recommendation would be for people to buy a, a simple first aid kit. And uh, I actually just purchased one a couple days ago, and it's the smallest one that that Knowles actually offers. And um, and that's because if it's small, I'll actually carry it. And so that means that that I'll have that tool with me. If, you know, if I if I end up with something that's too big, then somehow I'll, I always seem to rationalize not taking it.
0: Yeah, that's a super good point. What size was it, Jamie?
1: So we have five different sizes, and they're for different purposes, but um, this one is made by Adventure Medical Kits, and we work with those folks to to create first aid kits that we think work really well in the backcountry, and this is the smallest one. It's the 1.0, mm-hmm. and it's designed for a day trip uh, for, you know, one to three people, something like that. And so with the notion that you're not going to be out for a long time, but uh it's a pretty slick little first aid kit. It's got what you need to sort of, you know, help stabilize someone until you can get other help. For the listeners, the Adventure Medical Knowles
0: Med Kit 1.0, size matters, That's <laughs> <laughs> on Jamie's Meister profile page on our website, mtnmeister.com, and an exclusive deal for our listeners 20% off of that. It's $14 retail. 20% off will get you $2.80. Now, that's a really good deal. But the real value is actually having one of these. Like Jamie said, people find reasons not to throw a med kit in their bag and you'll never know when you need it. I'm looking at a picture of this thing right now and it is tiny. It's $14. Think of all of the... Actually, it's $12.20 with our special discount. Think of all of the stupid things that you have spent $12.20 on, and now compare that to how intelligent you'll be if you purchase a $12.20 insurance package that is this medical kit. Type in the code MEISTER, M-E-I-S-T-E-R, at checkout if you want to be that so intelligent person. The links right on our website under the deals section or on Jamie's Meister profile page at our website, mtnmeister.com. To wrap things up, it's only appropriate, Jamie, that we talk about and we connect all of this back to real life because excluding you, some professionals, some mountain guides, we aren't all you know, in the wilderness for a living. So let's talk about some times or a time when you've seen students really reflect on their Knowles course and bring that back to their everyday
1: life. Sure. I mean, you know, for us, like that's, that's the whole point. Like w- we want to run courses that are meaningful and fulfilling and fun, but it's an educational experience. And so we want those to be transformational experiences that influence people's lives afterwards. And so, you know, that looks different for everybody. Um, But uh, a story that's popping in my head um, was a course that I worked in the Pacific Northwest, and it was just a a standard 30-day backpacking course in the Olympic National Park. And we had some students who, um, we essentially had a a communication error, and uh, we weren't all on the same page. And so we had students hiking independently. They were a self-sufficient group, which means they they were prepared to, to uh manage themselves and even spend the night out alone if they needed to, and essentially um, uh, they did not make it to our designated ex and they spent the night out uh, and um, they had everything they needed, and they were fine, but you know that was unanticipated on their part, and so when we when they found us the next day, um, they were super excited, and they had uh, lots of stories about trying to figure out where the X was and and working as a team to accomplish that goal. But you could just tell that they felt this sense of empowerment that, that if something goes wrong, that they were capable of dealing with it. And, um, and I think that that's the kind of thing that we hope for our students is that they walk away from their courses with confidence to, to deal with the stuff that happens in life and to to have the courage to step forward and and play a role as a leader within you know their peers or within the teams that they're part of in life, whether it's family or or in their workplace and and so that seeing those students and hearing the things they said about that experience and as they reflected on it right at the end of the course made me think that that was the kind of experience that was going to like to help them take chances and to to be influential in their lives and to be capable of acting in various circumstances that require people to sort of step forward with some courage and leadership.
0: For the Meister fans, check out Knowles's website. They have this feature where you can find the course that best fits you. Uh, you filter by location, uh, skills learned, the season, duration they have courses ninety days long also uh, what like two two day wilderness medicine courses everything mm-hmm. uh, and you can also search by type of trip I use this tool and it looks like the course for me is Patagonia Mountaineering Jamie
1: there you go yeah, uh, yeah that's a course type that I've all <laughs> fantasized about working so oh okay
0: well maybe we can I'll pair up
1: one day <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, for the
0: listeners, if you have any questions at all or are just looking for some more information, you can contact us through just like send me an email, ben at mtnmeister.com, and I'll either answer your question or I'll just forward your email right to Jamie. <laughs> How does that sound, Jamie? That sounds perfect, ben. All right, sounds good. Thank you, Jamie, so much for joining us on the show today.
1: Thanks very much, Ben.
0: Hello, Meister fans. Thanks for listening to that episode with Jamie O'Donnell, the professor, the instructor from Knowles National Outdoor Leadership School. If you enjoyed this episode or you just enjoy hearing my voice, we have a whole library full of 100-plus episodes on iTunes, on our website, on your favorite podcast app. They're great for your commute to work, cooking up a dinner, climbing a mountain we also have deals that are exclusive to you the meister fans on our website like the adventure medical med kit that we talked about today on jamie's show our website is mtnmeister.com if for some reason you haven't caught that yet enjoy doing the rest of whatever you do when you listen to this podcast i'm ben shank and you have been listening to mountain meister